Hi, my name PNB Chiz, and you are now tuned into the Encore Radio Show. The views and comments expressed on the following radio program by his hosts and their guests do not necessarily reflect the views of. I want a hammock for all of that shade that they throwing. DDMG getting paid at the moment. Need 30 for saving and 20 for blowing. Yo, ping in my phone. That shit burn flame emoji. I don't know what y'all have been saying. That boy wanted beef, now we vegan. Well, trust me, this pepper in season. I do this for money. You rap for convenience. And niggas was scared of me going to Texas. But I stayed in Vegas and got all my nets in. And UTA blowing my phone up with Texas. Guess me not replying. Ain't sending the message. It's cool. I'm a Lancara of Jules. You niggas belly flop. This ain't the pool. I run that checkup like spice on the Shoes. All right, so folks, we as you guys heard, it's the Encore Radio Show. We got Philly in here. Right. We got Philly in here. We here with Chez. Um, Encore Radio Show dot com, uh, at Encore Radio Show, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at Indie Creative Network. That's the podcast network we are part of. Definitely check that out. So let's go. Let's let's start from let's start from <clears throat> PMB. Okay. Right. So I'm not from Philly. I might not say this with a Philly accent, but. Pastorius and Baton. Pastorius and Baton. All right, that's the, so that's what the PNB stands for. Yeah. All right, so that's where your that's where your your grandmother's from, right? That's our block. That's our block. So talk to me about that block for a second. You know, let me know what is, what is it like that that particular area of Philly? It's like New Orleans after Katrina hit. Really? Like on that little side block. It's a it's a back block. Our block like an alleyway. It ain't mm-hmm. that big. It's mm-hmm. a one way street. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I mean, you got to come in from other sides and everything. Like, you can't just ride straight through this street. Like, mm-hmm. when you come through that street, you know where you coming through because you want to come through there. And yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. Oh, I accidentally turned down Baton Street. Like, so nobody know. goes down that block unless they go in there for a reason, basically. I mean, yeah. I mean, basically, it ain't really a main street. It's not mm-hmm. a wide street. It's off mm-hmm. the avenue. The avenue at the corner of our block. But it's just a small street. Like, it ain't big at all. So what's the relationships like with the people on that block, seeing as how it's it's kind of you know cut off or desolate from everyone else? Exactly, what it's is, like an what, island. Uh, so what is it? What is it like? Like what's the what's the atmosphere like for the people in that live on that block? It's more like a family a family atmosphere. It's like everybody, somebody cousin, everybody, somebody uncle, everybody, mm-hmm. somebody, aunt, everybody related. Like mm-hmm, it's really mm-hmm. funny. Like you figured it out as you was growing up, but like damn near almost everybody related. We like a little village. Okay, so what part of Philly like is that? North, South, West? It's in Germantown. Germantown. So what part? So okay, so what part of Philly is that like in terms of orientation? Because I'm I I've only been to Philly once. Right, right. So I can't necessarily describe to nobody you know where Germantown is in in, in Philly. I mean, it's right next to North. It's not too far from okay, North. So okay. it's like we don't got no Northeast. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, no Northwest, but we got a Northeast, and then there's Germantown. I mean. It's right next to North Philly. That's the best way I could put it. It's not too far from it. Cause you can ride down the street. You could be in Nice Town, or it's not too far from nothing. Like it's right there between North Philly and uh, uh, Mount Airy. All right, all right, all right. So talk to me about the crew. You know, first off, how many people are in PNB? Like, yo, like I was going, I was on your Instagram. <laughs> I swear, I seen a, a different name for a different picture. <laughs> like, explain to me how I'm not even seeing a boxer. Like, yo, how big is this group? Well, I mean, P and B, we uh, 
we've been had our own little street thing. We was mm-hmm. doing this before anybody had a little tag. Yeah, team, yeah. We've been doing this since we was kids. Like mm-hmm. when Facebook first came out. Like you know what I mean, we used to call ourselves <laughs> Nike boys or whatever. <laughs> Just recently, what was that last year when we did that? I forget. Uh, yeah, one of our homies was locked up. Mm-hmm. And uh, whatever, whatever that that last time was. We decided we were gonna put P and B in front of our name, and mm-hmm. we was just getting buzz heavy off of mm-hmm. moving how we moving. So when he was locked up, he was like, "Yo, I'm getting emails and mail from people in the industry. Like yeah, yeah, we got yeah. real shot right now. People paying attention. Mm-hmm. Yes, they are. We should really like push or whatever. So we like, all right. So we had like a block meeting. We all came together. All of us had Instagrams, mm-hmm. and all of us is like kind of known like off of Instagram. Like yeah, we had yeah. like people on our block that was like Instagram famous. Like, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like already. Mm-hmm. So it was just like when we all came together and was like we came up with this game plan, which is the blueprint that was going on in Philly right now, yeah. period. Yeah. You know what I mean? Fifteen to twenty people with Instagrams with their own types of followers all pushing one person at mm-hmm. one time. You know what I mean? Well we was mm-hmm. pushing two people, we was pushing me and him. Mm-hmm. And uh we all just pushed it and then it was like that the extra wham you know what i mean like you just start seeing everybody put p and b in front of their name because we had it already yeah so yeah, it's just yeah. like people start trying to blend in like <laughs> oh i'm from p and b too i'm from down the end you know? no like if i don't know you you ain't from p and b i don't care what nobody tell you so we just started pushing it. everybody started to like like it you know what i mean yeah, like yeah, I, it yeah. was it was more of a thing like we wanted everybody to push it like, mm-hmm. so we was telling anybody like yeah, yeah go say bnb like yeah go out yeah y'all, y'all, y'all basically y'all basically going viral exactly build that's a brand that's what's up mm-hmm. that's what's up all right so from jersey uh moved out to philly with your grandmother yeah no i'm from philly you're from philly yeah, yeah from philly okay so talk me about this for a second but i was born i was born born okay yeah. i know everybody gets touchy with that whatever <laughs> where they from where they born all right my fault right, my right, fault right. my fault my fault right. so all right from philly cool so your grandmother you know she was a very vital piece yeah. um to the neighborhood mm-hmm. uh, she was like an activist for the neighborhood correct yeah so she had this campaign up with hope down with dope campaign so talk to me a little bit about that growing up and seeing that what was that what was that like i mean it was crazy because like i'm in the crib with my grandma and she'd make everybody walk all the way to south philly from germantown or something like that like we just walking down the avenue with her mm-hmm. and they got all these people with hard hat they fighting the war on drugs mm-hmm. same time my uncle's selling all the drugs in the neighborhood yeah. so it was like weird like you know what i mean like yeah, we walking with her for the component. free food uh-huh. you know what <laughs> I mean? we get to south philly she walking up to like people in the corner people used to be pulling guns on her knives on her all that stuff wow like, you don't get that out of here like yeah. we was young but we ain't know what we was doing we was like uh-huh. five four whatever like we was kids we was getting our hands held across yeah. the street after we got older, started knowing what was going on, we ain't take the marches no more. It's like, oh no, we cool. But she was, uh, she was like, she had, she did everything on the block. She threw all the block parties. She had all the block trips. We, mm-hmm. Whatever we did, we went to Darnie Park, Six Flags. She made sure we had lunches out there in the summertime. Mm-hmm. Like it was popping every year. I mean, that's how she had the block. It kept us together. Like that's what made us a unit. You know what I mean? Like as a whole. That's what's like, yo. Honestly, that's crazy and inspiring to see people. I mean, cause like, as you get older, it's rare to see people that like, grow up together, together, stick together, we stay together. We've been together since together. we was five. That's Everybody, crazy. like, it ain't nobody who wasn't there. Anybody who the original PNBs, like, we gotta 
music page is PNB the Gang. Mm-hmm. If you don't see him on there, they ain't from PNB. Like <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Y'all hear that? Y'all hear that? Like, they got everybody on there at least that make music. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So mm-hmm. like, we just push it together. It's like we we really really like a family. It ain't can't nobody tell you nothing different. Some people might be on their own thing right now, but mm-hmm. at the end of the day, like that's that's how we grew up. Was your first name Kid Chez, or did it did it change, or did it, <laughs> did it grow from someplace? I joined Chain. I had a couple names. I had a rap name. I had a rap name called Cascade. Mm-hmm. I had a rap name called uh, I forget whatever my other one was. I just remember Cascade because yeah. my friends used to grind me up about that. <laughs> I mean, and then my uh, my man, he is our DJ. Mm-hmm. He came up with Chiz one day, and I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, "You think so?" Like before I ever heard Chiz in my life, yeah, I yeah, swear yeah. this is the first time I heard it. Mm-hmm. Like, Sounds too much like Chiz, cause mm-hmm. like, but I ran with it like. Just needed something different. I just was pushing it. I had bars. I just, I ain't really care about the name. I figured like when a deal or something came, then it really would matter. Yeah, but till yeah, then, yeah. I'm just going to have his name. You know and I mean? you know what? You know, for a fact, though, you do have the bars. Uh, you definitely are talented and that's undisputed at this point. But having talked to so many artists um, from so many different places, so many different backgrounds, I think you're the first artist that I've spoken to that said that they were inspired by Buster. <laughs> so how is it that a kid from Philly, from Philly, right. how did a kid from Philly gets inspired by by a dope uh, uh, artist from Brooklyn? I mean, it's funny because I was like listening to Pac. I was like tuned in to Pac all heavy off of my mom and them. And I asked her one time. I got whipped because I stole her tape out the car. Yeah. And my mom had a sound system in the house. So mm-hmm. I wanted her. When she left, I was going to blast it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blast it. She came in. She whooped me and all that. And I just was like, why don't you just buy me my own? Because I yeah. always would steal her tape. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. then one time she came home with a, a, a notorious B.I.G. tape. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Junior Mafia one when mm-hmm. they all on the front cover. Mm-hmm. I ain't know who it was. I ain't really care. But I listened. I kind of liked some of the songs. Yeah, yeah. Then I seen a video of Busta Rhymes. Mm-hmm. He was doing uh, Put Your Hands Where Your Eyes Can See, yep, I yep, yep. When I seen that, I was like, yo, he having too much fun. Like, <laughs> he don't care about nothing but what he doing. Like, I want to do that. Like, See, I so, I, I, so I, I heard that story as well. So I went back and I watched the video before you came. And, uh, yeah, that was it. Yo, honestly, like, looking back at that video, right, I could tell you that some of the some of the things that people say are like weird now. Like, right. Buster was doing it and no one wasn't calling it weird. He right. was just being, he was just being Buster, you know? Right. I was the end, yo, busted there. Yeah, y'all have to go and check that video out. Just, it's crazy because it's just it. like he had everything he wanted in there. I'm like, dang, if the music can make you, he had an elephant, I think, in there. Yeah, he I'm did. Like, yeah, he did. It, it got to be. He had a whole, like, be, carnival crew dancing in the hallway. of like a, nothing but smiling uh, yeah. the whole time. Like, yes. Who wouldn't want to do something like that? Yes, yes. That's a fact. That's definitely a fact. All right, so talk to me about growing up in your neighborhood. Like, day-to-day life, what's it like? Man, I, I come out of a, a dis- dysfunctional home already, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And then our street, it was like, like in my house, my, my family, like my uncles and all of them moms, everybody, they was all on drugs. Mm-hmm. They used to fight all the time, mm-hmm. like all the time. But my mom, she used to never have time for me. Like she never had time. Like anytime she tried to rap to her, I couldn't rap to her. Yeah. And she go outside and rap to all my homies. Mm-hmm. They listen to whatever. It don't matter how long, whatever type of work when they listen. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? That's how I felt. So it was just like. That was my my family outside of my family. I just knew that, you know. Yeah. What I mean? Ain't know nothing else. So, so it was like more like it was cool if you was like coming up from the beginning because you would understand it. But if I explain it to you, you be like, damn, like I just seen three people die. You know what I mean? Right there on the block, like you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. I seen people shooting. I've been out there during shootouts. 
I mean, I, I think it's to each his own how, how you come up because I feel as though I had the best childhood ever. Like, mm. coming up, like, we had every type of game. We had every type of toy. We had the Thrillers, Hustlers. We had the toughest niggas. We had ain't nothing never disrespect our block. Ain't nobody ever get in and do no crazy shit yeah, and get yeah, out. Yeah. It was just like, it was a, everything was cool. Everything was good. It was loyalty. It was whatever we needed. We had basketballs out there, footballs out there. We mm. had... We had the best childhood to me. Like, you know what I mean? We played help take. It was a whole bunch of us. Like, you know what I mean? We, we traveled all over the city without any problems. We was known for being a little get dressed young ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't it wasn't like too rough. I'd say it was kinda crazy coming up, but let's talk about you and hip hop. Let's talk about your first love with hip hop. Like beyond busting now, you know, uh, you you got your junior mafia tapes or whatever. Um you had the opportunity to really take in that project. What did you think about that project, by the way? Which one? Um, the the, 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 yeah, the Dream Mafia. I thought it was like, like when I listened to Pac, I relate to my whatever was going on in my life. When I listened to Big, I just felt like, I don't know, it was like fun. It was mm-hmm. like jumpy. I guess he was like the the rich homie to me back then. Yeah, you okay. know what I mean? Okay, by, okay. Like the energy. Okay. Like Biggie never gave, he didn't make you think too hard. Mm-hmm. Like he, he gave you some shit like He'd give you some stuff To make you think hard But he never Like like Pac would just be Giving you a crazy story You yeah. gotta get deep You had to like why, Really You going. had to really like Gather yeah. everything Yeah yeah or yeah Or big You get it right on the money Oh yeah I know what he talking about It's mm-hmm. hot It's fun It's cool so. That's Okay so what are some Who are some Philly artists That you came up Listening to at the same time I came up listening to Like underground artists All around us Like uh, Let me see It was a Cheek Raw It was Vodka it was Gilly was out. It was um, Cassidy. I used to listen to Cassidy heavy. Yeah, I think we all listen to Cassidy a lot. Yeah, hell yeah. Cicero, Beanie Siegel was my favorite. Mm-hmm, Out of all the Philly mm-hmm. artists, Beanie Siegel was my favorite. Like, I was just always loving how his freestyles were. So it was like, all right, that's that's it. And Petey Crack, <laughs> bang with Petey heavy. I still think Petey hot. Um, I, I mean, you know what though? You know what though? The one thing I can say about Philly artists, I think that this goes, this rings true across um, the board for anybody who I've spoken to about Philly. Y'all can rap. <laughs> like, y'all can rap. For example, the first Philly artist that I really, really listened to um, growing up. Well, obviously we all heard Cassidy, whatever. But I heard Gilly the Kid, and I was like. Yo, this is a tell. This is I think this was probably the first time I realized that the music business is more than just you know having talent mm-hmm. and being able to be on. Like it's more, it's deeper than that. Cause mm-hmm. I'm like I'm listening to Gilly. I think this was I probably heard Gilly in like 2005 or so. So I guess I was like my I was probably like 15, 16, mm-hmm. and I'm like yo, like this dude is wild talented, and he ends up having to be in a situation with Cash Money where it's Questionable yeah. to date, you know, but why is he not on? And you know, he dropped he dropped a couple of records, or whatever that I heard that eventually that did make it national, or whatever. And then you just didn't hear much anymore. And I know Gilly's still rapping. Gilly happened to also be on your project as well, uh, right. as well, highly underrated three. Yeah, make sure I go cop that. Yeah, definitely. You know, <laughs> you know yeah, I'm gonna I'm 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 plug that the whole night. Trust me. So, <laughs> but you know, you know, it, it, it uh, that's the first time I really. Um, truly comprehended exactly what I guess the first idea of the music business. So, right. uh, an artist like Gilly, for example, working with him on your project, right? What was that like? Like, was there like a level of validation there, like seeing like an OG like that, whatever, working with you? 
Well, Gilly, like for real, for real, Gilly. I've been in the studio with Gilly for like years mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Ever since I started going to the Batcave, mm-hmm. it was like I met him through a good friend named Chanko Black and mm-hmm. uh, an engineer named Ruggedness. Like yeah. rugged, rug, rug, like home for me. Like mm-hmm. you know what I mean. That's where I found my sound at. That's where I first started getting my shit together, the Batcave Studios. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, Gilly was always in there. My sister, she write for people in the industry. One day I was in the studio, he was in there with her. I used to always see him, but we never talked till mm-hmm. I seen him with my sister. Mm-hmm. So when he came in that day, it was more just like a regular day. Like, if you ever go to the studio in Philly, if you ever go to Batcave, you, you're going to see Gilly. Like, he's there every day, just That's walking around. Sad. So if you want to work with him, you just nothing to holler at him mm-hmm. and get him to work. He walked in while I was doing something, and at the time... I, we was taking over the city mm-hmm. and and like he was giving me more recognitions every time he seen me like yo i love what y'all doing don't stop i love what y'all doing don't stop like you're doing something real good for the city keep yeah, going yeah. keep going and it was big because it's like it's coming from gilly you know mm-hmm. what I mean? like at the end mm-hmm. of the day but um he came in there when i was doing it and it was like i was like going in on it he's like no man you gotta put your umph on it like <laughs> oh, man, let me go in there and then he went in there he did his part and i'm like oh all right keep that joint that's the song that's what's up. All right, so I'm not a rapper. Uh, someone told me yesterday that a lot of people that have like radio shows and podcasts and and blogs, and everything like that, they're, they're basically like artists that failed and just want to stay um, with the music business. But right. I need you to describe this to me and to to listeners right now. So getting up on stage, right, mm-hmm. and looking out into that vast uh, sea of faces, he was just staring at you. Whether they heard you before, they may not have ever heard you before, whatever. You know, what is it like, like getting on that stage and seeing their faces and having to, you know, perform and watch their faces change or not watch their faces change? <laughs> you know, what is, what's that? What's that like? Explain that process to me. I don't know. It's like right before you get on, it's like right before you get on stage, everything hits you. Mm-hmm. Like right before you take All that last nerves, step. But everything. when you take that last step, it's like because even now I never. Like you gonna step back? You about to sit here and buckle? Or you gonna? I mean, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. once you step up there, it's like fuck it, I'm here now. Mm, basically, and then when the beat get on for real, for real, the best thing for you to do is to zone everybody out. Mm-hmm. Like, like, I mean, look at people, but don't look at people. Okay, you know okay. What I mean, it's good to catch eye contact and catch them when somebody grooving to you. But when you gotta catch it, mm-hmm. you gotta catch a vibe. You just gotta vibe out at first. Like, how do you, you catch find ways to get engage them if they're not if they're not like vibing out with you? I mean, you gonna look at them like if you don't see them vibing, you probably gonna laugh for them. Like, damn, nigga. You you gotta look them in the eyes once you get like you know you look at somebody's eyes as a window to their souls it's like you true, can't really lie true, to you true. even if they want hate when they look you in your eyes they ain't gonna be able to i see what you're doing all right i'm gonna dance with you so i mean it feel way better when you do catch attack with some contact with somebody mm-hmm. and they start bobbing with you that's the best feeling Mm-hmm. So I mean, I guess it ain't nobody who could say it ain't some type of difficulty. I don't know, not really though. After you get over it. So here in New York, we have a budding scene. You know, it's a scene that, from the outside, you know, I mean, with the proximity um, to New York from Philly, you know, you guys might hear artists that we have buzzing over here. But you know, in comp- like talking about from a national scale like our our station plays artists from everywhere else but new york you know um t- literally everywhere else in new york well i mean so there so there we go okay so right. philly does does philly um the philly scene the philly music scene the this this um the, the the radio stations do they actually play philly artists 
over this last past year, um, we just we just kicked the door down. Like mm-hmm. The underground scene mm-hmm. right now is like two levels. I always looked at Philly as like it was the industry, then Philly was the D league. Okay, like, because it was hot people to us, but uh-huh. when we went out of town, they didn't know who they was. Like yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So like right now, like I would say last year, it was no recognition given ever. It was just disrespectful. You feel wow. me? Like, okay, I'm about, okay. They don't care who you was if you ain't these main people who doing whatever they doing to get on the radio. Mm-hmm. Ain't nothing getting you in. Mm-hmm. What just happened over the last year? Like too many new people just popped up. Yeah, like, yeah At one yeah. time, so we just made our own little thing. Start throwing shows. We really starting to get like packed houses and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So mm-hmm. you can't knock it now. Then you got the DJs reaching in. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. let me get a drop. Or let me get a song. Or you know what I mean? So now. They're finally paying us some type of attention. Like, see, I basically have built an entire industry for yourself. I think we got something. You know, so I've been doing the show for three years now, and um, I would say dating back maybe like four or five is about the same time that we started doing that here as well. So, like, all right, well, you know, if hot and power not gonna fuck with us, like, we gotta make something. Like, we gotta like, build something. Otherwise, like, the artists are never gonna never gonna get played. Whatever. I mean, even now, like, shit, like the artists still don't get played. But because of the scene that we put on, whatever, like. They get played, they get shows on a regular basis, whatever. Right. They be packed out. People do come in here, whatever, and then we, we, we put on shows for all the other artists that come out from outside. But, you know, it, it's... We still, we still, still a working process. Still they a working process. Make, they got to make them, definitely make them want it because I think y'all had, like, you know what I mean? More of a situation. Hmm. I, mean, I know y'all got crazier because there's so many people out here and everything like that. But I just know, like, with everything we went through, like, we don't... I'm talking about we was a laughing stock for how many years? Wow. We've been a laughing stock for forever, mm-hmm. like... Ever since, I mean, what we had, Beans, we had Freeway. I mean, we had some good. The quality good, artists, yeah, quality I mean, artists. Yeah, but it was like, there's way more people mm-hmm. in Philly like, mm-hmm. that was doing something at, at a time. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. the people we was listening to underground, we thought they was it. You know what I mean? It'd be Can't like that. Us. It'd be like that. Like, I, honestly, like, I have a, um, I have like a playlist or whatever on SoundCloud, and I have a playlist on Tidal. I don't really listen to no mainstream artists, and I'll be good all day. I'll be good. I, I like all day on my Snapchat is nothing but artists, you know, that are underground, whatever, that here in New York. And then I like if I ever decided to plug, turn on the um the iHeart Radio app or whatever on my phone, then I'm gonna hear you know the mainstream radio. But I don't even own a radio because I just felt like it just it doesn't it doesn't represent the scene, the sound that I like you at got all. That right there, that's the key. Exactly. You got the internet. Exactly. You know what I mean, y'all, y'all hit that at the same time because it ain't really about. Uh, oh man, I got a thousand junk. No, if it's ten people with, I don't care if it's ten people with five hundred followers. Mm-hmm. Y'all all pushing this one well, thing. Yeah. Like y'all pushing this one thing. This is your product now. You feel mm-hmm. me? If you ever hustled, like you should know exactly what we did. Like it was all. It was the same thing you would do if you was hustling. Mm-hmm. You got it all together. You got as many people to get it as possible, and as many people as they knew to give it to as many people as they knew as possible. We used to have this thing called. Um, what was the name of it? It was like uh, each. It was like tell one or something like that. Everyone tell one or something. Each like one that. teach one. It was something like something like that. Okay. Something I, like I, I, everybody I tell. Mean. It was this old gentleman used to hashtag. Mm-hmm. And he was just pushing the dumb hobby. Like I think if you just got together, if y'all was using the internet, you got that piff. You got my mixtapes. You could reach out to them and they'll talk to you. You mm-hmm, know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Figure out how to get your join on a big join. You know what I mean? So yeah, they pay yeah. you, get you more homage, spotlight stuff and all of that. Like, mm-hmm. I always went around the roadblocks. Mm-hmm. Like, if it's a roadblock, I'm You gotta do it. it. You gotta do it. You know, obstacles and uh, obstacles are made for you to go over, go mm-hmm. over them or go around them or whatever. You can't set an obstacle to stop you. Those are the... That's how you... Honestly, that's how you really weed out people who, who mm-hmm. are really in it to win it or who just, just do it for whatever. Right. 
Um, all right, so you in the A3C is your second year um, last year, correct? Uh, I think that was like two years ago by now. Two years? Oh, yeah. So so everyone has A3C horror stories or, or good <laughs> A3C stories. So where do your experiences with A3C fall in within that spectrum? God damn, that's the best way to put it. <laughs> I definitely got a horror story. I definitely got a horror story. Uh, tell me, tell me what happened, man. I remember the first time we went down there, it was me and my guys. We was uh we had like a concert. It was me, uh, my man PNB Deezy, mm-hmm. and my man PNB Rock, and we was riding up uh, to one of our shows. Mm-hmm. We was there extra early, so we go on the joint. We like, uh, what time we gotta come back? It was like like five. We like, oh, all right, but so we go in the Arby's parking lot. We go to go pull out, and we talk, and I pull out a little bit. You know, Atlanta streets big, uh-huh, so uh-huh. the way I pull out, a car almost hit me. So I'm like, oh, wow. damn, I gotta back up. I can't sit right here and wait to turn out. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But I backed up without looking back. But when I backed up, it's like I just tapped the car. I didn't hit it yeah, hard. Yeah. I like just tapped it like uh-huh. so then i'm like oh shit mind you i don't got no license my homie let us Damn. hold the rental rock ain't got no license easy easy had a license i don't remember but i know uh when i got out i'm like damn all right, all right, i got it i'm gonna handle it i got out the car i was like it's your car her car was cool uh-huh. my back light was like in but oh, I'm thinking I did it with her hitting me. Come to find out, it was already like fucked up because it had duct tape on the uh-huh. back side. Oh, like, so okay, okay. Somebody already <laughs> set us up for failure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm yeah. just sitting there and I'm like, damn, well, your car, all right, you good? Yeah. Like, you want to just like leave or whatever? She's like, I'm going to just call the cops to be safe. I'm like, all right, well, let me yeah. go in the car and get the uh, stuff out the uh, <laughs> the uh, thing. So I hop in the car, we pulled off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah, hauled yeah. ass. Because her car was cool. She yeah. wasn't hurt. Mm-hmm, was nobody else mm-hmm. in the car. I'm just like, I can't wait for the cops. We going to yeah, jail. You can't, you can't, I wound up getting locked up anyway. I ran a red light. Damn. Me over. Locked me up for that. I was in jail for like four days. We in Atlanta. In Atlanta. I was supposed to go home like that Monday. We got, I, got, I got locked up like Friday. We wanted to go home to like Wednesday or Thursday or something like that. They came to pick me up. It was crazy. I was in there eating sandwiches and all this crazy <laughs> stuff. They had me in there with all my clothes on. I had on some brand new mics, the fives. I had on the Louis belt. <laughs> I had on everything. Like, yeah. I had money on me and all that. But they took the cash. Mm-hmm. But it was just like, it was just like crazy. Because I'm sitting there like, yo, I'm in jail. I'm from Philadelphia. I cannot stay here. Yeah. Then they had the court joint. They told uh-huh. me we had to go to court money. So we go to the court. When we, when we go in there, it's like, you got to sit down. And everybody walk up to like this computer or whatever. Uh-huh. Everybody who's walking up to the computer getting a year, seven months. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm shit. looking like, hold up. But it's crazy because when they, it's, it's, it's not the joint. It's not the, the trial. It's like the thing to say. Are you saying you guilty of this shit uh-huh, or uh-huh. you not guilty? You want to go to court or not, you basically? You not feel guilty. me? No, they had everybody saying guilty. Like, I don't know what they told them. Like, everybody in the jail was like, guilty. All right. And I asked the boy I'm sitting next to him, I'm like, yo, yo, why is everybody just like going with the, yeah, the, the yeah, guilty yeah. part? He like, because, like, usually they give you more time. I said, they can't give you more time for pushing <laughs> in the park, bro. <laughs> Somebody had got like six months for urinating on a tree or something nah, like that. I'm like, it's crazy. no way, bro. It's no way. I'm yeah. not. Saying I'm, I'm not saying I'm guilty, yeah. so they're like, Man, you tripping, man, you tripping. And I went up there and I said I wasn't guilty or whatever. Uh-huh. They're like, Okay, you come back on Monday. They hit the jaw on the bull behind me. was like, What? Everybody <laughs> after me was like, Not guilty. Yo, I was like, Yo, y'all gotta be retarded. <laughs> it was crazy, yo. And then Good next time South. I went to court, they started asking me all these questions. I'm like, Yo, it was a rental car, there's yeah. no way it didn't have insurance. Like, y'all lying. Like, yeah, yeah, y'all just yeah. did that to get everybody y'all needed. They had niggas was in there, had warrants, they got mm-hmm. court for a traffic stop. Like, they were just locking people up. Like, it felt crazy. They picked me up 
And when they picked me up, whole time I was locked up, my man DZ and them, they in the mansion. The whole mm-hmm. time I'm locked up for four days. <laughs> they come pick me up and take me to the mansion. I'm like, oh, man, we shot a video in there and all that shit. Oh, well, it worked out then. It worked out yeah. then. I guess from that perspective. But then, so yeah, Sessa, that was the first time. That was the first time. The second time, was that? Second that a- time was even crazier. Because oh, the only thing that didn't happen the second time was I didn't go to jail. We riding up this one street, and it's the artist, because uh, I'm real cool with, like, Jeezy and them folks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So Jeezy DJ was the one that picked my homies up okay. while I was in jail, like, okay. and let them stay in the mansions and stuff. In the mansion. In the so mansion. when I went there this time, uh, his artist wanted to link up with me or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right, yeah, it's cool. We can link up or whatever. We linked up, and he driving. So we all hop in the car with him. So we riding. And, you know, it's like four lanes mm-hmm, in, in, mm-hmm. in uh, Atlanta. And we see all my homies going up the other street. I'm like, did they go up there? He like, all right, he on a fourth lane, though. Of course. He try to make the love. People in Atlanta can't drive, yo. yo people in Atlanta cannot make the drive. Love. He tried to make the love. Ain't no car slow down. Everybody took off. Like, they hit us and spent us. We flipped. Went on the other curve. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa yo, wait, it wait. Was, it was crazy, yo. Like, when the car landed on the sidewalk, like, when it landed and it was on four wheels, he looked at me. I'm like, what you looking at me for? Pull off, dog. Like, because if the cops pull up, last time I was locked up down here, I ain't never come back. I don't know what they going to say. Like, oh, get me out of here, first yeah. and foremost. And I was about to go to the show. I'm like, yo, I'm so mad. We go to the, he was staying at the Continental Wind. Uh-huh, and when uh-huh. we got to the parking lot, he like, anybody know how to change a tire? They ain't know how to change a tire or nothing. <laughs> we back there high in the car. He just hit. It was crazy, yo. It was too crazy. Jesus. All right, well, we. Man, I'm I don't even know though. if we can blame I'm that on though. A3C. We're just going to blame I'm that. That's just like some crazy fucked up story. I God got out damn. of all of them situations, though. Wow. All right, well, I'm, I had a question about your, about your show. I, I was your show at A3C, but. The show was lit, though. <laughs> okay, well, at least the show, the show, least the show, the, the show happened. And, yeah. you know, you had a good time and whatnot. Definitely. You got to stay out of Atlanta, though. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, that, they, they, they're they giving you signs. <laughs> they're giving you signs. You got to just take them signs and just be like, nah, Atlanta just not for me. Atlanta just not for me. Jesus Christ. Yeah. All right, so let's do this real quick. Let's take a quick break. Um, Actually, before we go on a quick break. So, you want to be, so I, I've never been on like a, private or chartered jet before right 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 so you want a chartered jet so coming from where you come from whatever and seeing what you've seen what's it what was it like to be on a chartered jet it was like one of my friends he like real cool he be going he got like this joint where he was like about to work at a while ago mm-hmm. and it's the jet place mm-hmm. where they all land at mm-hmm. or whatever so when i got out of jail he picked me up and we was chilling and we went out there or whatever and we just chilled. They let us go on the Jones and all of that. You know, they give you, the, I had my son with me. They take mm-hmm. your kid on the tour and all of that and That's they like, take it off and all of that shit. So it just was like, I need friends on. like that, yo. I need friends, I need friends like that. To put, <laughs> let me, let me, let me go on a let me go on a charter jet real quick. Let me see what it's like. See what the good life is like because, Nah, I'll be on the metro. I'll be on the on the on the bus. I'll be on the train. The str- the, the struggle travel. That's struggle right. travel. Everything. I was a crazy bus uh buddy pass dude with the uh plane. <laughs> I used to be getting on every flight with a buddy I don't got pass. no friends that got that work at that work at JetBlue or, or 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 any of those airlines either. Yo, I need I need new friends because clearly my <laughs> fucking up. Man, anyway, uh it's the Encore Radio. We'll take a quick break, we'll be right back. Uh check us out. Coming up on a future episode of the Encore Radio Show. Yeah, yeah. My name is Ace Clark. You tuned into the Encore Radio Show. What up, Brooklyn? How do you contend with trap rap, with radio rap, with mainstream rap, with hip hop? How do you com- how do you contend for all these voices? This message that you have, this great message that you have. How do you contend with those voices? Um, first of all, it's not contending. Like, um, when you carve out what you want to do, you just do it, and mm-hmm. 
those who appreciate it will appreciate it and those who don't don't like i don't want to beg for a follower or listen i want mm-hmm. you to just genuinely see what i'm doing and if you like it you like it if but you how do you get how do you get them so there, um how do you get them sp- i speak from the heart like i don't make trap music but i don't knock trap music mm-hmm. i don't i don't like i don't watch love and hip-hop mm-hmm. but i don't knock you for watching love and hip-hop yeah. <laughs> um, i try not to at the very yeah least. like as, at the very least everybody's gonna love what they love and you know support what they support mm-hmm. um i don't think trap is not hip-hop yeah. i think trap is its own variation of of art of, mm-hmm. of, of hip-hop mm-hmm. like trap somebody said it to me and i kind of liked how they put it they like trap is just as much hip-hop as boom bap yeah. all right folks let me back it's the encore radio show this is why so i don't even know if i pronounced my damn name when i started <laughs> anyway man yeah this is why so make sure you guys follow me on twitter at the real wise um we here with Chiz, PNB Chiz, mm-hmm. uh, Charlie, Charlie, social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all that good stuff. PNB Chiz, everything. Facebook, Chiz Williams, uh, SoundCloud, the kid Chiz, D A K I D C H I Z Z. But you can go on SoundCloud and find me under PNB Chiz. Um, two Z's, two Z's. Nation, PNB Chiz, Tumblr, PNB Chiz, uh, Snapchat, PNB Chiz, Periscope, PNB Chiz, everything, PNB Chiz. Every media that come out, I'm on it. Perfect. You know what, though? But that makes sense because a lot of people, you know, there's like their Facebook, their Twitter, their Instagram, their Snapchat, their Periscope, everything is come a whole different name. I'm like, fam, like, how am I supposed to keep up with all these? I'm yeah. like, no, I'm going to catch you on the one I use the most, and we just going to go from there. I forget it. Yeah, Def Jam told me that. Yeah. Just do that. Like jokes. years ago. Exactly. Because it, it makes, more, it makes sense. Like, you know, honestly, it's just like, this is your name, this is your name. Mm-hmm. Make sure that um, your name offline and your name online is about as close as possible mm-hmm. and keep it consistent. Easier for everybody to get right to you. Makes it work. Said. It makes it work. So there's an extremely famous artist. Well, damn, you know, the crazy thing is that he's extremely famous to me. Being in New York, whatever, and again, the close proximity uh, to Philly, I've known about rock for a minute. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, shout out to Tax Stone and the Tax Season podcast. Like, he put us on, he put us on rock last year, and artists um, here have been talking about rock for about two, I won't say two full years, maybe like. 18 months or so whatever but we've been hearing uh, we've been hearing about 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 pn about pnb whatever and really like listening to y'all movement but first i'm thank you for coming i don't right, know right. i said that whatever sure, appreciate sure. appreciate you coming down whatever sure, to sure. talk with us talk about your career whatnot but yeah how how important was it for rock and you guys to, to solidify around rock and push him the way that y'all did i mean he was in jail me and him me and him was um just talking to, like we just was reaching out to each other and uh he was like he told us all the people that was like hitting him up we already mm-hmm. was doing that though mm-hmm. like, you know what i mean mm-hmm. like we had a we had a whole movement everybody was pushing everything we our rap thing was tsc if you look on youtube me and rock Park got like 20 videos on youtube wow, okay, with me okay. and him on them mm-hmm. if you just google our names together we we used to be a group it was charlie rock Real? okay That's okay what the whole thing was that's how the whole block was pushing us both you yeah. know what i mean stuff like that and um the people that was behind him i didn't really uh we had like a disagreement so i stopped mm-hmm. like being around him mm-hmm. or whatever but it was like a block decision like, we had a block meeting mm-hmm. he sent a letter home he asked me to get everybody together he said he think i can i'm the only one that could do it i called everybody around the way we had a meeting and we was like yo we're gonna push our block like mm-hmm. we're gonna push the block i mean that way everybody can get some type of shine off of it that's doing something because everybody was doing something mm-hmm. we got a comedian he's well known across the city he's mm-hmm. been all over the radio and all of that too 
We got a DJ named DJ. Oh, Sewell Wells. Uh, We got a DJ, DJ Mixture. All our rappers is the main rappers in the city. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. it was just like, it was funny because the whole time my block didn't really know what was going on. It was like I was just like forming them. Like without telling them, you know what I mean? Because it was like, because mm-hmm. you sit there and say, "Yo, I need everybody to be a team." You PR, you a hood. They like, what man? Get that out of here! But if you yeah. sit there, like, bro, I just want you to promote my stuff, bro. Keep pushing this, yeah. keep pushing, and then everybody just started growing into whatever they can grow into anyway. Like everybody had it, then they just once they seen it, it's just like, oh, alright. See, what a I'm little doing. bit of organization, whatever. And you put that, you put that whole con the, um, the everybody together. That's that works. That's dope. Mm-hmm. All right, so the come up show, Power ninety nine FM. Right. So you were on Cosmic Cav's show and I watched the freestyle. First off, I'm like, all right, let me let me go ahead and and and, and YouTube Chiz real quick, see what I'ma find, what I'ma see, whatnot, whatever. And I see this twelve minute video. I'm like, all right, well, it's gonna be a little bit of an interview, a little bit of a little bit of a little freestyle, whatnot. He might you know maybe maybe he'll give us a couple bars or whatnot and keep it pushing. I hit play. You went off, I think, for like three minutes straight. <laughs> and he took like a quick break. And he went off again for like another like two minutes. <laughs> I'm like, all right, all right. So you're going to start talking now or whatever. And I said, let me start let me start hitting fast forward. So I'm tabbing over, you know, going like 10, 15 seconds across at a time. And I see that you still rap. But I'm like, wait, <laughs> he rapped for 10 straight minutes? <laughs> Yo, there are, there are artists that cannot do that. Right. So why why you think it was important for um for you to do that to show everyone that you're like you got bars and you got bars for days literally because that's what the come up show is everybody mm-hmm. who go up to the come up show like they killed it mm-hmm. like, I don't mm-hmm. care who they was where they was from what got them there whatever like yeah everybody was known for showing off on the come up show mm-hmm. and it was like mm-hmm. damn what's all the bars I can get off it was like <laughs> I've been wanting to get on the come up show forever yeah yeah so yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. like I probably put two joints that when I first wrote them I made them thinking they was come up show rap uh, they was old so you know what I mean yeah, yeah, some yeah. my niggas who knew them was like oh why you spit them Jones it really, <laughs> really was just a dream of my own like uh-huh, man, I uh-huh. always wanted to spit them Jones on the yeah, come yeah, show yeah. Like, but the rest of the Jones was just fresh like everything else was just right there mm-hmm. and it's just. I just kept going. Like I just, it was something I always was saying. I mean, I get up there, I'm gonna I'm kill it. I'm yeah. make everybody talk about. It. I got real bars. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. you don't know, get it. Like I'm really saying something. I can't wait to get yeah. up there. I just stuffed it. Like I just yeah. stuffed everything in there. Like, nah, I I know what you mean though because um, what we used to do uh, when we were when we were recording from our studio down in um down in Times Square was that we would have artists come in and you know just do a little quick freestyle and whatnot. And we would use that as like commercial material, right? So one day, I ain't, I'm not I'm not gonna shout out the artist that I wrote. One day, I'm on Instagram, just like scrolling, 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 just you know, just checking shit as usual. And I see one of the artists, you know, he's freestyling. I'm like, oh, okay, let me check it out. I hit I hit I hit the button, whatever, so I can actually hear the sound. He kicking the same bars. I'm like, I know exactly what I should. <laughs> <try." laughs> You know, yeah. it'd be like it'd be like that though. But I always tell people like, yo, regardless of the fact, I don't, yeah, for me, I don't give a shit if you can freestyle. You right. know what I mean? Like, if you could write, if you if you if if you could write, you know, that's that's cool for you. If you right. can freestyle, that's cool for you. Like, I I care about your content. I care about your material. I care about if you can make if people are the people listening to you, they are okay. Well, cool. Like, I'm down for that. Like, I believe in that. Whatever. Right. So, yeah, I always used to tell them like, listen, I don't care if you wrote that shit just now. Like, fam. Make sure that when people hear it, whatever, like, oh yeah, I gotta hear the next, I gotta hear right. your interview, you know. Right. So, shout out to you. Um, he ended up now. 
he called you the 2015 version of Nas. So hmm. what does a critique like that do for your psyche? I mean, when he said it all out, it was crazy because the whole time I was like, I was like the angry rapper, I always uh-huh. wanted to be on the come up show, man. After niggas, they don't put me on there, man. After niggas. Yeah, so when yeah, I got yeah. up there, I really was waiting for him because I felt like the whole time he was neglecting our talent. That's how I mm-hmm. took it. Like, what you don't mm-hmm. think we? I'm hot enough. So it was like in my head, I was like, yo, I'm waiting for this com- uh, comment. Like, I'm waiting to see what he's going to say. Like, one of his validations so bad. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I'm just yeah. sitting there. I'm nervous and everything. At the same time, I'm a little heated for all the time. and want to be <laughs> up there. And then when he said that, I'm like, oh, for real? Like, because I was waiting for something else. Like, yeah. And I'm like, damn, oh, for real? So you heard it. You heard what I was saying. I, I, I Normally, I know it take people four times rewinding my music to catch my bars. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I know he really like bars because yeah. like people who really like bars, you catch it the first time. Yeah, you do. I, I, I know. So again, I watched the video and I, I watched your response. And it's like at first, like you almost like you chuckled uncomfortably like you didn't necessarily know what to say so, so to actually hear that you were you were taken aback by the fact that he compared you to Nas like a legend you know, that's 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 that's, yeah. that's crazy no I mean I was super hype about that you know what I mean mm. you know you know when you thinking about the stuff that you got in your head like yeah like because I got like a kill list mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. what I mean like Jay-Z on it you know what <laughs> I mean like shit like that like I mean so when you hear him say something like Nas it was funny that's why I was chuckling I'm like damn you put you could tell I really coming for his head. <laughs> you say I'm like Nas, nah, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know. That's what I was thinking, but I think I'm gonna be my own. So I think I'm gonna make a different mark. though. good. No, nah, nah, nah. I think you know. At first, it's easy when people are when, when the artist is on the rise, right? You want to make it. Uh, you want to for for your listeners or whatnot. At least you want to make the situation where it's easy for them to compare you to someone. It's like, okay, well, this is this is the like this is the lane that. This, this artist could possibly be make in. money in, right. you know exactly um so the the nod aspect you know i get it but i always inspire every artist to say yo look like yo that's who i may sound like that's my that might right. be like the who you think yeah, of me, like I, i'm still i, me I at appreciate the same time. it all the way like i took it all the way to the, the what i was hype as hell I, mm-hmm. I keep that up on my instagram like <laughs> i'll put it back up there I've every time it. i can I've seen it like four but times. It's, yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> like I'm, i mean i'm super hype about it but at the it's, same time i don't want you trying to categorize me and put me in a box yeah, i don't want to yeah, be in yeah. nobody's box yeah. i don't want you to ever be able to predict nothing about me like mm-hmm. anybody who know me Where's Chiz? Like, no one knows where Chiz is at ever. Yeah, yeah, like you yeah. know what I mean? Like every I'm talking about every day you don't know where I'm at. You don't know what I might do. Mm-hmm. You never know when I'm gonna snap. Like mm-hmm. I like that. Like I like like that unpredictability. Being, yeah, that's but the type of person I am. You have a trilogy of projects, um, highly underrated one, two, and three. Right. So let's start with one and two. Um well actually my let's start with one in particular. Right. So that was like your debut mixtape. I mean, no, I had other mixtapes before that. Mm-hmm. That was the first one that I put out what I actually wanted to put out. Okay, like, okay. Because okay. I was, like, making music for my block. Like, my block is, like, my block is, I told you, like, how you came up. It, yeah. it was tough coming up out there. I mean, people would get on you about anything. Like, mm-hmm. you, you ain't going to ever let up. Like, the streets yeah, yeah, is always yeah. going to touch you. Mm-hmm. So, it's like, the whole time coming up, I had these, these raps where I'd be rapping over whatever beat was hot. Because mm-hmm. I kill mm-hmm. beats that ain't mine on a regular. Like, okay, if okay. you give me a whatever song is popping right now i'm gonna destroy it like too bad like you know what i mean so i had these mixtapes where i was putting out like me on other people's stuff or whatever but every time i would go to the studio what i do is say i'm getting a a, a 10-hour session today right mm-hmm. i would go there 
like way before anybody get there i probably be there for like four hours making all these songs they don't know about you know mm-hmm. what i mean but then when they get there it's an industry beat on yeah, for yeah, me to yeah. go in on and i was hiding these songs that uh-huh. i was making they was my true like what i wanted to make but i was okay. just keeping them in my email and then one time we had dropped this mixtape called my style ain't free when mm-hmm. i dropped it it was like a little buzz like, mm-hmm. like oh shit, people like this joint they're mm-hmm. like yo you gotta drop something else you gotta drop something else. i'm like well i got another project that's done like <laughs> they're like what i'm like i'm like i mean i don't know if y'all gonna like it it's like yeah. about us like mm-hmm. it's about our life and shit basically yeah like, when we hear that shit mm-hmm. start playing songs people start liking it and like how many of these joints you got like, <laughs> i got enough for a mixtape like 22 songs yeah I put that joint out and people took to it. Like, you know, I like you, it take you a while to break out of your shell and feel comfortable with you. Definitely, definitely. So it was like I wasn't giving them my life. I was just giving them what they wanted to hear. Mm-hmm. Then highly underrated. It was like I do what I want on them joints. You see, you know, the the thing is, and I always try to explain this to the listeners. The thing is that artists, when you hear an artist, you know, like you got to look at it deeper than deeper than the music. They're literally telling you a story with a beat behind it. Yeah. You know, and they have to make sure from a flow perspective that it sounds good enough, yeah. like it transitions enough, whereas you can understand what they're talking about. Yeah. But it is probably like the, I mean, I can, I can imagine it's probably one of the hardest things to do to basically pour, like your music is like your diary, like you're basically pouring out your soul yeah. on these tracks. Yeah. You know, so High Underrated One came out. It, Got some buzz. I had all of the uh, known artists in the city on it at the mm-hmm. time. I had Cooley Mills, I had Cheek Raw, I had MI, I had um, my man Preem was on it. I had like whoever was popping in the city at the time. I mm-hmm. had them because mm-hmm. we we always like I told you we always had our, we always repped our block. Like yeah. we had a music click way before like we took the city over. It was called Clutch Shooters, like, mm-hmm. and we had every rapper knew us. Like just because we put out the DVDs and they were yeah. popping because we had the kids, we was mm-hmm. like the younger, younger ones. Like mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. I mean, I had all of them on it, and everybody was listening to it. I was bombing everything. Like I was bombing everything. That's why we said highly underrated because it was like I'm rapping with the people who they saying the best. Yeah, holding this bar for bar, if not killing them on the track. On the you know what yep, I mean? Yep, like, yep. And then nobody ain't know who I was. That's why I was highly underrated. It was like, but okay, so. Now you put out High Underrated 2. Highly Underrated 2. Okay, so... I had a plan. All right, tell me about the, tell me about the plan now. See, Highly Underrated 2, I had a plan. I was going to put it on that piff. I had reached out to that piff. I found out how to get them to promote it on that strip. Mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? I'm like, well, that's going to get me the downloads I need. Because like, mm-hmm. I know when you, like, giving, like, the type of music I do, like, it's like a mixture of conscience and whatever is going on. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. But it's like, you know, when you... You need that plateau or that stage to get it out there. So what I did yeah. is I got a video on World Star. Okay, okay. I got a video on a headline of that piff, and I had the best cameraman in the city doing a vlog and all these videos for us. Nice, okay. Rock okay. had just got out of the jail for the first time mm-hmm. or whatever, and he was like, "Yeah, I sing," and we like, "What, yo? Go to jail, come out singing? That don't sound right." Like we was mad about it, but. <laughs> But then it was like he sung a song. It was like this song called Weekend Baby. And we was just like, yo, this joint crazy. Like, yeah, I'm yeah, like yo, I got yeah. a verse to this joint. Mm-hmm. So we did that joint. When he got out, he was like, yeah, I'm, I'm just still trying to go to the studio. I was like, yeah, I ain't trying to make that music we was. I'm trying to like tell our story. He's like, yo, I'm on that same type time. Like, uh, like oh, that's right, perfect. That's perfect. Okay. And then knocked them joints out. And 
I had it. It was like uh, I think it was twenty something tracks on there too. Mm-hmm. I think it was. Uh, but at the time we was going to A three C for the second time. Mm-hmm. We was going to A three C. The CD wasn't out yet. We went to A three C. We went to Texas. This was all the campaign I was doing for. Yeah, I had yeah. a, I had a smart way smart. I had a crazy plan set mm-hmm. up. You know what I mean? Like it just I knew it was going to take everybody attention that knew what I was doing. Yeah. So when it all came out, it was this dude. He was uh, in the city. Uh, his name was Bam Say No More or whatever. He was like known for like for discovering talent all through the city mm-hmm, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he had reached out to me or whatever. He reached out to me and asked me to send him some music because he seen everybody put my cover up, like mm-hmm, all the like mm-hmm. popular girls in the city that's known that be in the bars and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. He wrote on one of the girls' pictures, like why everybody putting him up? Like who is he? I'm mm-hmm. thinking he a hater. So I'm like. Uh, they give me your email, I'll send you whatever. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. On some ass. That's how mm-hmm. I'm thinking. Like, nigga, well, tell me it's corny. If it's corny yeah, 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 yeah. I sent it to him, and he ain't never hit me back. I wrote him, he ain't never said nothing back. I woke up the next day, I had all these ads, and then like all these followers. My oh, followers shit, were going nice. crazy. Uh-huh. He had put up like four tweet grams of my lyrics, and mm-hmm. then he was like, yo, this might be the best rapper in Philly. Like, wow. And after that, we linked up with them. They got behind us, they was pushing us. And my, like I told you, Rock had just got out. Mm-hmm, so they mm-hmm. like, yo, yo, when they got behind me, they like, yo, yo, you got it right now. You got it. Like, we got to drop another CD. We got to drop another mixtape or mm-hmm. whatever. Like, you got to hurry up with eight two three. And I'm like, no, I promised my man we yeah. were going to drop his CD when he got out. Mm-hmm. They like, man, you stupid. Don't nobody know this dude. Like, ain't nobody trying to hear that shit. This dude's a no Like, you, you got a buzz. You going to try to pass it off. You tripping. This ain't even big enough to do that. Like, yeah. I'm like, no, it's cool. Like, I can drop the CD after that. While he dropping his, I can be working on mine. Mm-hmm. We don't got to wait. I'm mm-hmm. trying to get the city. Like, he dropped his jump, and then everything started taking off even crazier. Like, mm-hmm. then I finally, since it was like after that, at the time, it was like my block, we made like a block decision yeah. for me not to put nothing out at all. I like how y'all time. make these block decisions, though, man. Oh, like, yeah, we always. Moving as a unit, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. We all, we always, we always come together to, like, uh, like make a decision. You know, at the end of the day, we represent each other. All right, so you took that break. Yeah, it was like uh, we was doing a whole lot around the time. I was going through a whole lot around the time. I was just running around trying to figure out another game plan. Cause for real, for real, the honest truth. After I dropped HU two, and I learned what I learned from going to South by Southwest and mm-hmm. A three C for the second time. Like the stuff that I had learned, I was on to something else. It was mm-hmm. like. Go ahead, drop mixtapes. I'm trying to find this single at the yeah. time. You know what I mean? That's what I was mm-hmm. thinking. I'm like, yo, let me find this single because this ain't it. Like, the way I was going after it, like, you know, you you going to try a couple. Sometimes if you don't know the right stuff the first mm-hmm. time, I mean, you walk, you learn and grow. I uh, mean, that's what I did. Like, I just, every time something ain't worked the right way, I just would see how they were doing it. Then mm-hmm. I switch it up and do it my own way. Like, that's and smart. now it's just Gotta like, adjust. Gotta yeah. adjust. Okay, so... HU3 comes out Like December right. November Was it November, November December November <laughs> So you drop it What's the initial Feedback From the people What like, I wanted it was What I wanted. wanted Because look uh, When I dropped HU2 On that piff It was popping In other cities And states like that Because it was mm-hmm. on the top Thing of that piff You know mm-hmm. what I mean this, like people in the city was putting it up because certain people was putting it up, but nobody yeah. was really listening. You know mm-hmm, what I mean? Mm-hmm. I dropped three. This is the first time anyone probably ever listened to any of my project. Like I'm talking about as a whole. Like you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like I'm talking. About, I'm getting everybody's writing on my pictures. Everybody's texting me. Yeah. Everybody's tweeting about it. I didn't have that with none other other projects. Mm-hmm. Like all the other projects was like me just spending money. Yeah. Getting it out there, throwing it wherever. Like mm-hmm. I was cashing out. I'm talking yeah. about cashing out. I'm probably. It'd be couple, like that. 
probably like I'm probably like 100k in this. It'd be, it'd be like, like it's over. I've been doing this since I was like 16. Mm-hmm. I've been cashing out ever since. Like, so it's just like I don't know. It's crazy. Like investing yourself, people. Yeah, investing yeah. yourself. For sure. You can't do it no other way. You can't do it no other way. For sure. All right, so go through. I'm gonna go through some some uh, some uh, songs I really like on a project. Still stopping. <laughs> uh, I, like, I think that's like what, like song two? Yeah, that was gonna be number one. Still, he made that decision. Pick <laughs> number two. Still stabbing, fire. Uh, trap nigga, fire. Video, All right. fire. Okay, right. situation. So of course, like I said, um, uh, that one is featuring Gilly Kid. Mm-hmm. Um, you talked a little bit about um, the process of him pushing you mm-hmm. to 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 do more on that. You know, once he recorded his once he recorded his verse. Um, did you? I mean, cause I know some people just like, oh, like they record verses, like, oh, well, I don't know if it fits. I'm not gonna put it in. Did you right. know you were gonna put that in? Oh yeah, I already know I'm gonna put it in. Uh, it was already kind of planned up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so I mean, like when we sat there, we listened, we vibe out. I mean, when you're in the studio, you gonna vibe out. If you ain't vibing, you are gonna catch it. Like yeah. someone's gonna catch it. Like, uh, yeah. When you leave out, I'm taking this off. <laughs> you know that, like, <laughs> but. I mean, the vibe is the vibe. If it's caught, it's caught. If it ain't, it ain't. You know what I mean? So it was caught. All right. Um, so, uh, selfie stick, uh, featuring Tone the Voice. Um, mm-hmm. That was that, that's that's a that's a favorite of mine. Look at me now, uh, featuring um, ah. your, your brother Shaz yeah. and Hitter. Yeah. Um, Hoodless Niggas is also a dope ass song. Yeah, hell yeah. And um, uh, <laughs> and uh, all of my own featuring uh, Lombardi. So this is hell I think this yeah. is the one that I, I saw in the video. Um, that you performed that you performed it in, in Atlanta. Yeah. So <clears throat> out of those songs, I know I know this is the hardest question that everyone has to answer, but which is your favorite of the project? The outro. Why? Because of like the way I used to always make my music, like I love hearing the beat and just getting the feeling from the okay. door and coming up with something. Mm-hmm. That when I did that with in the like I touched everything I wanted to touch mm-hmm. on it. You know what I mean? I like smooth, soulful beats anyway. Yeah. I just love them Jones. Like I think the outro and the intro are the most important thing in the world to me. Definitely. You know what Definitely. I mean? So it's just like that's my joint. Like that's my one. Like that outro. Just because my man is like that I'm talking about on there mm-hmm. is just like really talking about what we used to do. Like, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So So my my one my one um I won't even call it a complaint, a request. Can we cut it down? Yeah, I didn't that one had like what nineteen songs? Yeah, I think so. I have like the attention span of like a flea. You understand? <laughs> a, a flea. Like yo, I get to thirteen so once I hear the first thirteen, I gotta take I have to take like a legitimate break. Walk around for a little bit, do a little do a little jog around the neighborhood, right, come right, back, right. sit down. It's like, okay, I'm here listening to a new project now for right. the last six. You know, uh, yeah, I mean, because they, 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 I, I do know the mixtapes are a little bit longer or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, you really just got, you got a lot of stuff to talk about. You want to push it all out or whatnot. So when are we going to get like an official project from you? Like that official like EP, debut, debut album, uh, PNB chairs. Like when, when, when are we going to get that? I mean, a solo one. Um it could be any time for real for real mm. like it could happen this month it could happen next month i got a project that's done it ain't just me though mm-hmm. so it's featuring somebody else but mm-hmm. i'm gonna go ahead and just work like right now like i was going through a whole lot and now i'm finally back in the studio i'm just yeah. gonna be going in there on my own figure out what i come up with 
Mm-hmm. Like I'm trying to do all official beats. All I want all my paperwork to be right. Uh, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Send everything in a BMI and get paid for this. Definitely. So maybe this summer. Cause we all plan on dropping this summer. We're supposed to have a like a PNB like raid. You feel me? That's like try to bomb the city out real quick. I can't even like to be able to. I mean, now having everyone have done all the stuff that they've done or whatever, and um, having the city really behind y'all yeah. to put out that group project. Yeah, like. we 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 got a PNB mixtape out. Mm-hmm. Uh, me and Rock on that joint like six times. Mm-hmm. I think and, um, it's music that you never heard from either one. Either one, of us either one on okay. there too. Okay. okay. Then uh, everybody else on there, Hitter on there, Shizzy on there, Wit on there. Uh, even Leash on there, Shoddy on there. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, um, yeah, just about everybody or whatever. Just about everybody. Yeah. Said, oh, oh, Deezy, Free Deezy. Yeah, man. We just all gonna drop our. We all gonna drop a separate. Nobody work hard as us. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. nobody. I don't think it's probably not even artists in the industry mm-hmm. that work as hard as we do. It'd be like it'd be like that. Yeah, we work hard as hell. Let them be sleep once they get once they get comfortable. Yeah, exactly. I ain't got no comfortability. Like once I get comfortable, I get uncomfortable. Like, you know what I mean? Like that. See, I'm like that too. And I told someone that and it looked at me like I was crazy. But it's like I think once I start to feel comfortable, I feel like some it doesn't feel right. Yeah. You know, like um, I I, I had this analogy the other day. If you've never if you never breathe air a day in your life, and someone tells you yo like breathe. You like uh, I don't know. Like even when you do breathe, it's like I don't know if it's right. Like this don't feel right. It might be good for me, but I don't know. You right. know, it's like that. Like I, I get comfortable. I'm like, yeah, like I, yeah, I finally got everything I want. Whatever. And it's like, but I know there's more though. Mm. I know there's more. That, but that drive, I'm still trying to find balance on that drive because like it can drive you mad. <laughs> See, mine's is like my goal. Like my dream is so big. I ain't got no time to waste. Yeah. So it's like when I master every little thing I got to master to get up to it. Like mm-hmm. as soon as I get it, it's like, got it. You know what I mean? Yep. All right, got it. Keep it moving. All right, got yep, it. Keep it yep, moving. Don't waste yep. no time. Like, Because what I'm trying to do, like normally people don't get this done until they like 40. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like what Jay-Z just start getting all his percentage of everything. Like just start owning all his own. And that's his the masters. hard part. That's the hard Yo, part. Yo, he like 40 now, right? He might be almost 50. Almost 50. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, Look how long it took for him old. to do that. Yeah, imagine old. if I come in. But you know that. what though? It's it's a di- it's a different time though because if you if you look at it, yeah, it's know, easier to get to that information. It's easier to get to that information. We have we understand the concept of the music business a little better than we than we did than artists like Jay did or whatever back in the day. You know, we have the internet to push us. We got a whole a ton of different outlets um, for us to push up for. I keep saying us like I rap shit, but right. <laughs> for, for, for artists to push um, their music, whatever, and ha- find the buzz and be able to push these conversations when they get into the to the to the room or whatever. I'm at the label. It's like, okay, well, you know what? They start looking at your BMI, all that stuff. It's like, yeah, but nah, you're gonna pull them numbers. But you know, I got I got I have the SoundCloud. And I ain't pay for my, I didn't pay for my for my for my likes. I ain't pay for my listens. You know, people really yeah, supporting me across the board. That's us. You know, like, I, I got people hitting me up, whatever, from Germany talking about it, like my music. Like, you know, like, those, you have those things that you wear as you can really truly negotiate your contract versus people just being like, all right, well, you know, you rap really good. So we're yeah. going like, to give you a contract, but, you know, you're not going to own anything that you actually yeah, write. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, the whole thing with that is like, uh, I don't really know if I want a label mm-hmm. right now. Like, I'm probably about to do a, um, 
a little better situation. Like I just need distribution and marketing. Yeah, that's really you know that's, what I mean. See, that comes so, from knowing, knowing more, being more educated to what we're doing, exactly. to what, to what um, the, the the music the business, business aspect is. Right. So that's dope. That's dope. I'm glad you. I'm glad you really um understand that now. So let's talk about some shows you got coming up. Definitely uh, overstand. <laughs> You see, you know what's, what's crazy about that word is that um, I didn't hear it. For, I, I I didn't understand overstand. I didn't I didn't get it until um, I overstand, went to I went to college. I'm um, in Boston. They use that too, mm-hmm. and I went to school in Rhode Island. And I was like overstand. I was like, why y'all say that? And I, I now it's just like potatoes, potatoes, spinach, right. mouth, me, whatever, right. whatever. But nah, it's dope to see that Philly got that lingo. Uh, I was gonna, I was gonna ask you what, what, like, like, what's, what's, like, what's some Philly lingo, whatever that they don't use in New York, but you would have to know all the New York lingo to know what we don't. Right. Yeah. So. mean, do I use drone? Nah, nah. You don't use drone. Nah. nah. You know what? Slide. You know what's funny? You know what's funny? Actually, so we got Corey Towns. He lives in, he lives in New York now. So, and I follow him on Twitter. So I'm seeing all that lingo, mm-hmm. but I just don't use it. Like I don't use it like that. I don't use it like that. Um. But okay, so. Dirty Place and TLA both coming up. Um, right. What what are what are some dates for those? Um, Dirty Place, I ain't got a date on it because we went to Atlanta. We recorded two songs with uh, Kevin Gates, producer. Okay, Grizzly. okay, okay. And we gotta get all of the uh, the uh, OKs from mm-hmm. Atlantic mm-hmm. Records and all of that stuff. And once we get the OKs, then we can go ahead and just release it in yep. our own time. Yeah. Until then, we gotta get the paperwork done. We gotta get everybody to say it's okay for us to release mm-hmm. the songs and. We pay for everything we need to pay for. We just waiting for that. For real, for real. From right. there, we just going to drop that. Mm-hmm. I mean, give you some video visuals and, and, and go from there. Sell it on iTunes. Sell it on, uh, I know I put it on PlayStation Store, Metro. <laughs> we gonna, are we going to get you on, on, on Tidal and um, album music and stuff, whatever? Because I got Tidal and I'm, I'm, I'm a big, I'm a big streaming dude, yo. I like to be, I like to, to um, offline all of my music, whatever, so I can hear it when I'm in the train because, you know, I don't got no service or whatnot. With the PR I, I got, so. man, we fucking gonna be on title tomorrow. So. Yeah, let's do that. Let's <laughs> do that. Let's do that. Let's do that. Let's do that. Cause I really, uh, I, yeah, I need, I need, I need, I need, I need chairs on title. We right, need, we sure. need chairs on title. She will find a way. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. So I know you got a whole roster of people you got to shout out. So I'm gonna give you this time to shout out everybody back home, the whole crew. Oh, we're gonna talk about the real. Oh, you mean shout out the hitter, shout out the wit, shout out the shizzy. You know what I mean, shout out to Deezy, Free Deezy. Shout out to the rest of the block, the whole hood. You know, it's a million people. I could try to go down the line. Extra <laughs> deep, Wally, you feel me? Lean about to get out. So, everybody, shout out to the whole hood, PNB, man. That's it. All right, so you guys heard it first here. Um, we got Chiz, PNB Chiz in the building. Uh, make sure you guys follow him on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, PNB Chiz. Yeah. Matter of fact, just yo, just Google him, fam. Google yo, do your Googles and we, do your Googles. Google me do your Googles. Sure. Do your do your Googles. Com, at Show, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. We appreciate your follows. Subscribe to to um to us on iTunes, um, Indie Creative Network. That's the network of podcasts. Coming up next, we got Elite Music Radio, um, straight out of uh, Pittsburgh. So. Lock in for that. Got some vibes and uh, we out. It's the Uncle Radio Show. The Uncle Radio Show podcast is an indie creative network production produced by Lance Huff and executively produced by Chris Copacetic.